Welcome to the Real Estate Espresso Podcast, your morning shot of what's new in the world of real estate investing. I'm your host, Victor Manash. On today's show, we're talking about how investors love things to be predictable. They want their investments to deliver above average returns with the safety and predictability of a government bond. But then, the world experienced a pandemic, followed by a deluge of printed money, followed by supply chain shortages, followed by inflation, followed by labor shortages, followed by an unprovoked war in Europe by an imperialistic dictator. We've not even begun to understand the impact of the conflict in the Ukraine and what it will have on global supply chains that are increasingly intertwined. The belief was the best way to prevent war was to create economic interdependence. This doctrine has been at the center of much of Europe's attitude towards Russia in the wake of the Cold War. That now appears to have been a strategic error. The New World Order has been disrupted, and we are now closer to World War III than at any time since the Cuban Missile Crisis. We have wildcards like China, India, and Pakistan, who have strong ties both to the West and to Russia. If they were to pick sides and align with Mr. Putin, then more than 50% of the world's population would be aligned with Mr. Putin, and that's a scary proposition. The prospect of war with Russia is now very real, more than at any time I can remember. I'm struggling to focus exclusively on real estate in today's show when tectonic shifts are happening that are shaking the world order to its very core. The world has been upended in the last week, and there's a new world order emerging as countries signal their allegiance to Mr. Putin or to the West. Germany had been taking a moderate role because they are highly dependent on Russia for 38% of their energy. They get between 30 to 40% of their crude oil from Russia and about 50% of their gas supplies from Russia. In the short term, Germany is highly dependent on Russian natural gas. 15% of Germany's electricity production is from natural gas, and natural gas is used to heat about 50% of Germany's homes. Now, Germany has clearly woken up and realized that decades of underspending on defense has left the country and Europe extremely vulnerable. Chancellor Schultz has agreed to arm the Ukraine and has made a pledge to increase its defense spending immediately from 1.5% of GDP to 2% of GDP. Back in 1989, Germany had 5,000 battle tanks, and today they have only 300. But it's not just Germany. Global defense spending has fallen from a high of 6.5% of global GDP back in the 1960s to about 2.2% of GDP in 2018. And we've seen a period of relative peace on a global basis, despite the U.S. and allied nation involvement in Iraq and Afghanistan for the past 20 years. Wars have been fought historically over economic interests and over ideology, and we've gone through a period of globalization since Richard Nixon's historic visit to China in 1972, and in particular since the fall of the Berlin Wall in 1989. So what are we to do as real estate investors? Do we stop and wait for a return to stability? How do we adapt? What will happen to supply chains? What will happen to the cost of energy? Will we see even higher inflation than we have in the past year? Well, the answer to all of these questions might be difficult to determine at this very moment. The pandemic has shown us the fragile nature of global supply chains. Many companies have resorted to local and more expensive supply chains in response. And Ukraine is the latest flashpoint of globalization. With a new world order upon us, we will see a period of deglobalization, but it will take some time for a clear picture to emerge. If you were relying upon parts coming from Turkey where shipping from the Black Sea is now disrupted, you could be waiting a long time. But chances are, you were buying a finished product from Italy, and you had no idea that the Italian product was using parts coming from Turkey. 
If you're wondering why the price of bread might be shooting up at some point in the future, it's because the Ukraine is the third largest producer of wheat in the world behind the U.S. and Canada. Will everyday farmers in the Ukraine put down their arms eight weeks from now to go into the fields and cultivate next year's crop of wheat? I don't think so. Will suppliers of raw materials to Asia now divert supply to Europe as their regional supply chains are disrupted? Russia represents about 10% of the global supply of oil and natural gas. As nations decide to purchase elsewhere, what will that mean for the price of oil? There's a desire from Western nations not to reward the Putin regime by purchasing oil. Will nations friendly to Russia buy the excess oil that the West refuses to buy? Will we see prices hit $150 a barrel? Perhaps a tripling of oil prices in less than a year is in the cards. And that will definitely have an impact on prices affecting everything from food to travel to durable goods. We've seen the government of Belarus declare that Russia is welcome to bring nuclear weapons onto their soil to defend their country. And the Ukraine surrendered their nuclear weapons to Russia with the promise of protection from Russia. Little did they know that they would need to be protected from Russia itself. As you think about that, have an awesome rest of your day. Try and make sense out of all of this if you can. We'll talk to you again tomorrow. Bye.